If you get to cover people in blood and stuff, it's going to be fun. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that just hit 200 episodes. They were a little late on that, weren't they? Yeah. Settle down. You can hear them all the way from the lobby. I know. (laughs) Wow. They're surrounding our house. It feels good. All right. Settle down. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's a whole different group. All right. Let me hear it from the West. (laughs) That section back there makes some noise. Oh, gosh. I hate that. When you you go somewhere and they're like, I can't hear you. Come on. It's better at a concert if it's a war between the sections. But the worst example I can think of of what you're talking about is when they're like, all right, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Come on. Show some spirit. <laughs> Say good morning if you want to be here. Good morning. So we, we don't want to be there. <laughs> I want to murder you. It's like that's not morale boost. No. That's morale de-booster. Um, I've been to so many things where, where, where they do that. And some of the people that I've worked with over the years, they're into it. They'll, they'll get loud. And I don't. I hate it. Yeah. I'll sit on my hands. I'll be like, I dare you to fucking look at me. And I'm not going to do shit. You can't make me do shit. Um, Vince, why nope. don't you say good morning? No, nope. because it's not good because I'm fucking here listening to whatever bullshit you're about to spew. I didn't sign up for this willingly. All right. I'm not going anywhere willingly where some jackass is going to do. Oh, y'all could do better than that. Ugh. Fuck no. If you say good morning and then we say good morning and then you say that's not good enough. Fuck you. Don't listen to us. Yeah. Episode number 200, Jack. Yep. That's pretty fucking cool. It is cool. This is actually our 201st film because we did uh, Goodfellas and uh, Terror at Blood Fart Lake on the same episode. Yeah. So we, we've actually hit 200 movies, but this is episode number 200 officially. So pretty kick-ass. Yeah, very cool. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Guess what episode this is, Jack? Uh, beats me. Well, well, I'm going to go over it again here in just a little bit in the lobby um, where all those people were cheering us on from. Yeah. So let's head on over there. <laughs> we we got to get our Sharpies. Oh, for autographs? Yeah. They're going to be wanting that. I'm going to sign some titties. I know that. Uh, that's what I was thinking. And your crowd is going to be, you know, old grouchy that's men. That's not true. And, I, and I'm going to have all the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. No, I'm a silver-haired fox with a dad bod. That's uh, that's you in have, right now. Your hair is brown. I have some silver in the temples a little bit. And, and white in your beard. Hey, all I know is I've been getting some looks. As they uh, strolled by and, and our interns punched their tickets to go into the lobby. How much was each ticket? How much did you end up charging for that? Um, I mean, for the, the good-looking ladies with the big boobs that I get to sign, they got in free. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All 
right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Dude, why are you pulling at your fingernails and throwing them on the floor? I I found, so the first thing, it was a tiny, like, Parmesan crumb, and then there was, like, something on my shirt, and I was like, ugh. And then I looked, and the face I just made, there's like, a big... I just showered recently, and this hangnail went from, like, one of those really dry, hard ones to, like, flappy, soft, dead skin. I'm ripping it off. I'll put it on my phone. Gross, man. So that I don't throw it on the floor. No, throw it on the floor and just It's not vac- like you vacuum this floor. Well, ow. It's, it's your job. Well, yeah, so I'm saying it shouldn't bother you if it's dirty. We need to get uh, gotta clean it. Movie Mug and Custodial Service. <laughs> to come up here and hook us up. You get one of those big boob ladies mm-hmm. from the from the lobby. In a French maid outfit with a feather duster. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right, Jack, uh, a couple of quick hits before I get into some stats for our uh, 200th. Okay. All right, first, Jack, um, we talked about Mount Everest and the dead bodies uh, on Mount Everest. Guess how many dead bodies are on Mount Everest? 296. Estimated. Uh, an estimated 200 dead bodies on Mount Everest. And for a while there was this person called Green Boots who had died and was frozen and nobody did anything about his body. So people just walked by it all the time and you can see uh, Green Boots' picture on the internet if you would like to. Damn. Also, Eli Roth, who uh, played the Bear Jew. Yeah. Did you know he's also a uh, movie director? Really? He directed, uh, well, first of all, you you love the Bear Jew, right? Yeah. Okay, and so you love Eli Roth because he played the Bear Jew, right? Okay, what dog shit movie has he made? <laughs> Cabin Fever. Oh, yeah, the, okay. Eli Roth I, I knew directed that. Cabin Fever. I knew the name was connected, but I didn't know Bear Jew's name was Eli Roth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he had fun, at least. Any movie, no matter the quality or how bad it is, if you get to cover people in blood and stuff, it's going to be fun. Or you get to make fun of it while you make it. It should be fun. Yeah. So I just found that interesting. All right, Jack, what do you say we get into a little uh, stats from uh, our 200 episodes that we've done? Yeah. Okay, first of all, out of the 200 movies we've done, guess how many have been rated R? I would say, I would say like what, 65%, 70%? Okay, based on rated R, the one NC-17 movie and a couple of unrated movies. What was the, so NC-17 basically means like, Way worse, it, right? It was Evil Dead. So I guess at the oh, time it well, came out, yeah, like 1980 in or whatever. 1925, right. pretty rough. So between that and the unrated, uh, 75%, 149 movies okay. out of the 200 movies we've done have been rated R. And that makes sense. And then, yeah, I feel like we've done more PGs than PG-13s. Yeah, we did uh, 21 PGs, 26 uh, PG-13s, okay. and three rated G movies. Whoa, have I picked a G? Uh, let's see real quick. What the hell are Gs? All right, the G-rated movies were It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, <laughs> The Country Bears, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So you've picked two? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Country Bears, yeah. <laughs> and I never would have picked that if it, it wasn't for the uh, the category you gave me. Parameter. Yeah. Pick a, a, one of your favorite movies from your childhood, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. All right, Jack, how many A's? Of these 200 movies, do you think you've given? Uh, um, I know it's unrealistic, but I feel like I failed 100 and gave, <laughs> gave 100 an A. But I know I've given lots of between 60 and 85. You're like a politician. Answer the fucking question. 
And <laughs> 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 me too. Um, I'll say I've given 90, 90 of them A's. 89 A's. Wow. Which is 44.5% and then uh, 57 F's. I mean, what can I say? I, I love movies. Uh, I've given 64 A's and 48 F's. So I've, I've been in the middle a lot more than you have. I was one off. All right, Jack. Wow. How many hundreds do you think that I've given? That you've given? Mm-hmm. 12. I've given 12. <laughs> you fucking been cheating? What's no. going on? Cool. All right, Jack, how many 100s do you think you've given? 37. 36. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, uh, I've got a good neck for so this. So three times more than I've given. And I, given can't, uh, I can't remember the movie we did for last episode ever. I know. But I can remember just about all the statistics. I'm just going to go down your 100 real quick. Okay. Yeah, it'd be fast. Isle of Dogs, Joker, Shawshank Redemption, Moulin Rouge, The Blues Brothers. So far, those are I all know. deserving. It follows Straight Out of Compton, Gangs of New York, Cabin in the Woods, The Matrix, Jojo Rabbit, Almost Famous, Smokey and the Bandit, Knives Out, Interstellar, Road Trip, The those King of Staten all Island. Good until Road Trip. Mad Max Fury Road, Inside Out, Spider Man, The Spider Verse Movie, Silver Linings Playbook, Rear Window, The Man from Nowhere, Equilibrium. Uh, it's questionable. That movie was so fucking Scott cool. Pilgrim versus the World, Guns Akimbo, Cobra, 10 Things I Hate About You, Green Room, True Romance, John Wick 2, Little Miss Sunshine, Juno, Avengement, Chappie, and Glorious Bastards. Honestly, I was expecting to hear a lot more where you could really debate mm-hmm. if that was worth being given a 100. But a lot of those... Were movies that you probably gave like a 97 because you're probably. crabby and old. No, that's not true. But like, yeah, Road Trip, probably Smokey and the Bandit. I mean, Chappie was awesome. That's a really cool movie. But I could see an argument to not give that a 100. But like Inglorious Bastards, fucking Scott Pilgrim, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. There were a lot of really good movies Those on are good there. Movies. I, I was very prepared to be embarrassed you, by what I had forgotten I'd rated 100. You want to hear my 12? Yeah. Isle of Dogs, Joker, Shawshank Redemption, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The King of Staten Island, Mad Max Fury Road, Cry Baby, Scott Pilgrim vs. <laughs> the World, Silver Linings Playbook, Little Miss Sunshine, Juno, and Star Wars Episode Number 4. So we had a lot of overlapping. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of the ones you did except for, what, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Cry Baby, pretty much. Yeah. Those are ones that I did. And Cry Baby, well. look, a lot of people would say it's their guilty pleasure. I love that movie. You it like have guilt. It, like, speaks to me. I have no guilt about it. I don't. I don't. And yeah, young Johnny Depp definitely speaks to me, too. Gosh, he was so hot in Crybaby. <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah, you gave Crybaby a 96. Yeah, that's a good movie. All right, how many zeros do you think you gave? Three. Yep, three. Yeah. Can you name them? Um, Swearnet was a one. Right. So, <laughs> fuck. And I gave us a nine. Yep. I gave Saw a three. Wow. So what are these zeros? Uh, no smoke, smoke up or whatever. Up and been, smoke. Yeah, was a zero. I've even two more. Yep. Shit. Uh, Blood Fart Lake. Yep. Tear at Blood Fart Lake. I didn't give Thanks Killing a zero. No, you didn't. <laughs> I probably gave that like a thirteen. Wow. You gave um, Shaolin Soccer a thirteen. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta search up Thanks Killing. I gave Thanks Killing a thirteen. Okay. You gave Thanksgiving a 10. <laughs> I know it's going to kill me that I'm not going to remember what I gave a zero. 
I'll just go ahead and uh, let you know. It was attrition. Oh, the yeah. The Steven Seagal movie that, that, you, was, that you picked. That was the most, because you made me. That was, yeah, you made the parameter for that was a fucking Steven Seagal movie later than 2008 or whatever. So I had to watch fat old. I think it Steven. was, I think the parameter was pick a movie where the main character is the most fuckable person uh, ever. Yeah. I only gave one zero and it was tear at Blood Fart Lake. I mean, we had to give that a zero. Awful. All right, Jack, we have the same taste in a lot of movies. How many movies do you think we did where our scores were within five points of each other? Within, okay, I thought you were going to say tied. Within five points, I don't know. I, I had a guess for tied. Um, well, I don't have that stat. Yeah, I, I know. Within five points. 45. 77. Wow, okay. About 40% of the movies. All right, Jack, and now I'm going to do the uh, the top five movies with the biggest score differences. Okay. Any any guesses off the top of your head? Just real quick. Um, and Road Trip might be kind no, of far. No, All right, I'll just count them down. Top five, Borat. Okay. We had a 39-point differential. Number four, The Country Bears. We had a 39-point differential, so they're tied for... Fourth and fifth. What did I give? You, you gave, gave it a, it. I gave it a fifty-five. You gave it a ninety-four. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a fifty-five for Brian Setzer and Brian Setzer alone. I think. <laughs> All right, Looper, forty-one percent differential. Wow. You gave it a ninety-one. I gave it a fifty. I liked that movie. Terrifier, which you fuck Terrifier, man. Uh, forty-three point differential. You gave it a twenty-seven. I gave it a seventy. That movie wasn't that good. And True Grit is number one. I don't even remember that movie. I just know I hated it. 56-point differential. <laughs> I gave it an 85. You gave it a 29. Yeah. I didn't like that movie that much. Right? I know. All right. Actors and actresses who've been in the most movies, nothing has changed since the first 100 as far as the male goes. It's Tim Robbins. He's yep. still in first place with five. Then for the women, we have a tie between Tony Collette, which I love, mm -hmm. and Allison Janney, which I love. Who's so. She? I knew you'd uh, have a question mark over your head for Allison Janney. That is the uh, stepmom from Juno who wanted to get a dog, who told off that uh, um, sonogram tech. I don't remember her. Right, at all. She, she was also in um, 10 Things I Hate About You. She was like the principal who was writing the, uh, uh, okay. I the can, romance novel. I can picture her much more now. Um, she was also in American Beauty, which I don't really remember. And she was in the way, way back. She had the kid who had uh, one eye that looked in the other direction. I think she was okay. great. She's great in everything. I, I love her. All right. Just a couple more quick hits. Um, we've done no movies with the letter Q or Y yet. Starting with the letter Q or Y? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've still not done a movie with Tom Hanks after all this time. One of the greatest actors of our generation. No Tom Hanks wow. movies. And we, we'll do Forrest Gump at some point. I and mean, we have to. All right. And how many hours do you think we have of just the movie episodes? I mean, in the past 12 episodes, it's probably been about 40 hours. Wow. Um, 200 episodes varying anywhere between like 29 minutes all the way to <laughs> an hour 45. I mean, it's, I, I can't count that. All right. So there's... 11,560 minutes, which goes into 192 hours, which means wow. if somebody put on their earbuds and listened to all the movie mugging episodes in a row, nonstop, they could listen 
for eight days straight, Jack. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's cool to hear. Who here wants to listen to eight days straight? Wow. Will you accept the eight day straight challenge? Why aren't they answering? They are, but by applause. <laughs> Who will accept the eight day challenge? Remember we had the 21 episode challenge when we first started this thing? <laughs> yeah. I think we used to tell people, hey, we may suck at the beginning, but it's going to get better. So listen to us for 21 straight episodes and you will love us. Yeah. And they have. Yeah. They've loved us. All right. And so that's just a little bit of uh, information about the top uh, 200. That's fun. Some yeah. Fun facts. All right. Next. How about a little... Uh, 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 uh. Y'all ready for your cock meat sandwich? <laughs> Ask Jack. Yeah, there, there you said it. <laughs> Y'all ready for some Ask Jack? <laughs> All right. All right. Beating a dead horse. Still <laughs> funny, though. All right, Jack. This one comes to us from Darlene from Indiana. Okay. Jack, if your significant other was an actor or actress and they were in a lot of sex scenes in their movies, would that bother you? And would you watch the movies? Um, and if the movie is good, I don't know. I just, and it's weird. And they're not fucking. I mean, it looks like they are, though. And they're they're naked. Like, and they, like, kiss and things. You you gotta... It's more than that, man. There's thrusting. Well, and okay, yeah. her legs are pinned by her ears. What? And she's moaning. <laughs> you're interrupting my thought. I'm, I can't get it out. Because you're trying to make it sound like, oh, they're just kissing on the cheek. They're, well, it's, they're, it's fake. They're, they're full not, out... It looks like they're just fucking like yeah, animals. It looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're not. I'm sure some some movies have real sex scenes. But there's like close-ups on her face and she's really enjoying it. And but really she's not. Making noises that she's never made with you. I'm just, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, uh, I think it would kind of suck, at least at first. And then you'd had, you would just have to realize it's their job, you know? And you know what? Who am I to complain? If they're bringing in a ton of money from making these movies, I mean, I'm not going to stop it. As long as they don't like do one with like a, a George Clooney. Well, that's another or, thing. Or something like that. It's like, okay, I don't know. If, you know, that doesn't, you think you're worth that little? You find a movie that pays you more than that. All right. So I'm just thinking, and I know but, this is an Ask Jack, not an Ask Vince, just but don't go with George Clooney. It, it got my brain working. What What if your mom all of a sudden decided, I'm going to be an actress? And then she goes and she's in a movie with Bradley Cooper and they have like a full on naked that. simulated sex. Of course, you're not watching it, but me to see, I, I know she, like, if I died and he came calling, well, maybe if I didn't even die and he came calling, you're making this worse out. by saying that it's Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Or let's let's just say that that yours is Brad Pitt, right? Shit. Like, remember uh, what Helena well, Bottom Carter Brad Pitt. in um, Fight Club, and he's just going to town on her. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's your wife. It'd be incredibly hard, even though you know it's not real. But I think once it's like whenever you're on a drug and you start to panic, and you got to be like, "I'm on a drug. It, it's okay. I'm just on the drug." You know, like that helps some people. And I haven't found much success, <laughs> but you'd have to do the same thing. You're like, it's a movie. They don't enjoy it. And, you know, like, it's it's a trust thing as well. Yeah. You got to trust whoever you're with. I feel, Did I say this, like, last episode? 
from a NASDAQ? I don't, I don't remember. An email. Yeah, you, you got it. It's, it's about trust and um, what's the security. You, you have to be insecure. Secure, it's fucked. All right. It's fucked. You say the fucking's fake, which it is, but the full on making out, that's not fake. Yeah, but I, and I know that. And, and you say, you know, they don't enjoy it. Well, okay. Do well, you know that? Well, you, you know, it's, it's, they're not in love. Okay. Which I guess, like, so say you caught mom cheating. She had just gone to the bar and there was a hot guy they banged. You're, you're going to be mad. But if she was in love with someone else, that's so much worse. And you, you just got to <sighs> really separate it for the movie. You got to realize they're two professionals. <laughs> they're doing this thing. And then as soon as they say cut, they, they're like wiping their mouth, drinking water or whatever. It's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's not that I, that I think it's going to be easy. It's not going to be. But it's definitely something that you could deal with. Now, they're, they're not an OnlyFans model that's fucking other guys for content, you know? Some, some dudes deal with that. There's a, there's a YouTuber or podcaster guy who I used to watch him some in high school. He interviews, like, rappers and stuff. He's in, in the rap scene. And a huge thing just happened where he paid a guy to bang his, like, OnlyFans, his wife. <sighs> They've been together for a while, I think. Wait a minute. Yeah. The, the, there's, like, cuck stuff. Yeah. Some people enjoy it, but I'm just saying at least they're doing fake sex scenes with kissing and acting and stuff instead of actually fucking other people, and it's on the internet. That would be maybe just a little bit harder That's to... That's different. You've paid somebody. Well, I, I'm just saying, would you rather mom be an actor in movies who does fake sex scenes and kisses people, you know, moaning and all that, or... You help her with her OnlyFans, and she fucks guys on it. She fucks you on it, too, but there's other guys. No. You know, yeah, that's no. so much worse. That would be so much worse to deal with because that's a whole nother level. There's so many more layers to that than, you know, movie stuff because you don't see hand jobs or blow jobs in movies. And you We saw 69 in a movie. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right, another question. Imagine that's your girl. Right, who uh, who had the sixty nine in history of violence, and mm -hmm. they just fucking got after it, and you watched it, and you're like, "That was a pretty brutal." Damn, sex that scene. Uh, that looked good. Hey, what do you, what do you say we try that? And she's like, "No, I don't want to do that." And you're like, "Well, f you were, you look yeah. so good doing it. You know, you you do all these things on the screen, well, and then we paid. and then we just do this this missionary where you you look like you'd rather be doing something else, right? I want to get behind you like Brad Pitt did. Yeah. I, I want to pin your." Your heels by your ears, like uh, like Annette Bening had in uh, um, American Beauty, right? I want to I want to get down and do some of these things, and and you're like, no, but you're doing it with him. Well, one, so you don't want to do bondage. That, as far as I know, you don't want to be bound and put in a gimp suit. But if these people again, if if these people approach you, say, hey, we're making this movie, you know, you're going to be hanging by your hands over here and you know Bruce Willis is going to be there but you're you're in a gimp suit and we're going to pay you a bunch of or some money to do it you're going to be like yeah and then you come home and mom's like wow i really loved you in that gimp suit you looked great in that gimp suit will you do it again and you're like no i'm like wait a minute what are you going to do for me 
Yeah, maybe not everyone. We can negotiate. You know, like that's an extreme example compared to doing a, a mere 69. But I wonder if the guy in the gimp suit, like you you never see him in Pulp Fiction. I wonder if he like goes to Comic-Cons and just signs autographs and has like a little picture of him. Like, what he looks, you? you know, in the gimp suit, but he's just, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, anybody can tell them that they were the gimp. Oh, yeah. dude, I was in Pulp Fiction. I was the gimp. Maybe no, you weren't. Maybe it was Yeah, you. it was. Maybe that's why you loved that movie so much. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that's, um... That was a hard question. That's, uh, that's a tough question. Maybe not hard. It's a loaded question. Definitely. And it's one of those things where, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I would deal with that. I'm, it's a pretty unique situation, so it's hard to say exactly how you would feel because you've never gone through it. I would feel not happy about it. Well, I would feel not okay about it. We I both would... agreed that it was a negative feeling, but then you got to go with all the, you know, the compromising in your head, you know, talking to yourself about these kinds of things. <sighs> I talking mean, to other people. Could you eventually be in a point where it feels, yeah, you know, whatever. Maybe. Life is life. Maybe. It's fine. There's just a lot to it. It's loaded. Do you think you could watch the movie? I like mean, it, it's the blockbuster of the summer, and normally you're like, cool, man, but you know that your wife's getting plowed like nonstop in the movie. She she's Julianne Moore from um Boogie Nights. Okay. See, I, I think the the most graphic, the more graphic, I mean the the worse. You know, if she's in Boogie Nights or History of Violence, that was bad because that was also like I mean, that was, like, really rough. Mm -hmm. Like, that looked almost non-consensual. You know, it looked pretty fucking bad. That was worse. And he's, like, hurting her, and she got bruises all on her. I'm, I feel like you'd be kind of mad. And you're like, wait a minute, this is just a <laughs> I movie. Know. I know. You know? Like, Get your hands off her. <laughs> That'd be tough. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I would not like it at all. I would never you know, forbid her to follow her dream unless it was to be a sex worker and uh, really fuck people. You'd be like, wait, all right, hold on. Yeah. Um, but if she's an actress, I would never say... Don't take that role. I would just say, just remember the guy that you've been with all these years when you're fake fucking Brad, Brad Pitt. That's a whole other thing. Y'all been married for 29 years, mm -hmm. you know? Y'all should be totally secure. You, you should be fine. I would think, you know, the, the longer it is, the more secure you would think. So imagine you got, you just married this actress and, you know, eight months into your relationship, she gets, she's like, oh, I got this movie Boogie Nights. That's going to be so much harder. Yeah. Because eight months, that's nothing in the grand scheme. Right, right. And so often the people who are in movies together, they end up fucking in real life and they end up dating in real life. And yeah. Because they're on set together all the time. They yeah. have to de develop some sort of relationship. And they're like, man, that making out felt right. It felt yeah. right. And she's like, yeah, and I felt your boner, right? You like, See, that's, we, we that's tied it down a lot, but I, I, felt, I felt that boner pushing through on my, on my crotch. And uh, I'm wearing jeans in every one of those scenes instead. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be tough. That'd yeah. be tough. Studio audience, did you, uh, did you like that answer? All right, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Y'all ready for your cock meat sandwich? <laughs> Thank you, Darlene, for being a first-time um, 
sender enter of a question for Jack. Yep. We appreciate that. Anything you'd like to say to her, Jack? I'm going to poop on her. Dude. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I don't even know her. Sorry about that. We got to wait until we... Until we at least know each other. Yeah, so what if your wife was in a movie where that was a scene where somebody had to like actually poop on her? <laughs> actually poop? I, I would much rather. Or they have like a fake piece of poop fall out. I would much rather have a, a pooping scene because then I can make fun of them. Oh, man. You know, and I think that's funny. I could much easier watch a pooping scene. Someone like someone pooping on her chest. Oh, gosh. That'd be gross. All right, Jack, you got anything else? I don't. Okay. Um. Well, I do. I, uh, okay. Last episode, you were going to meet Steven Seagal uh, on a Friday night at eight o'clock to fuck him. I do not see a cast on your arm. <laughs> do you, because uh, normally he breaks the arms of people that he makes love with. Okay. Do you, uh, have any follow up? Um, I'm so caught off guard. Okay. Well, let me just stop you right there because you know what I did? You gave him a phone call, didn't nope, you? No. Nope. They leave us a voicemail. No, nope, no. Nope. I, uh, I put a little recording device in your overnight bag, Jack, and I, I heard some things. Oh. So I had to kind of splice them together because there was like a lot of time in between the different things that were said. So, uh, yeah, you're busted, Jack. So here is a, here's what a recording. Is Frankenstein that I'm about to hear. <laughs> here's a recording that I, uh, that, uh, I pulled out of the overnight bag when you got back. Is this your magnum opus? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So, uh. Here's uh here's some things that got picked up on the recording. Hey, Steven Seagal, get on top or hey, suck my dick. You're sucking my dick. <laughs> I guess I'll blow my load. I'm expecting you to gulp that shit down. <laughs> Boom! You spit my cum on the seat. <laughs> oh wow. How long did what it a, take what, you to What a night? What a night. How many hours of uh and Audio you, was that for you? Do you always yell "boom" before I don't you know come? Why I said it like that. <laughs> it sounded gross. Uh, let's hear that again. Okay. Hey, Steven Seagal, get on top or hey, suck my dick. You're sucking my dick. <laughs> I guess I'll blow my load. I'm expecting you to gulp that shit down. <laughs> Boom! You spit my cum on the seat. Wow, Jack. I like the gulp that shit down. Uh, <laughs> Was that, did you have to do the gulp that shit down? Was that stitched together? I couldn't exactly tell. I know you're going to say, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? But you'll have to tell me later, I guess, because you'll never admit. Well, that was just part of the night, Jack. Maybe maybe next week I will uh, play some of the other stuff. Some of the other stuff that happened uh, on. uh, I'm sure you can hear me somewhere in one of these episodes say, put it in my ass. (laughs) There you go. Oh, wow. You had a night. How did you get out of there with get without getting your arm broken? And he doesn't have a big range of motion. <sighs> got a fat and old now. Can't really do much. I like how you said, get on top or suck my dick. And then you announced that he's sucking your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I, I guess I thought someone was listening. I don't, I'm not sure. So you, you talk a lot during sex, don't you? It sounds like. And that was oral sex. Yeah, well, that just wait till the real sex starts. Well, I'm gonna chatterbox. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know that I know that you talk a lot during sex, and maybe maybe next episode we'll uh, we'll hear some of that. Okay, I guess <laughs> I right. look forward. You got to anything it. else, Jack? I no, I don't. Did y'all enjoy uh, hearing Jack and uh, Steven Seagal uh, being intimate, studio audience? <laughs>
Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. All right. All right. All right, Jake, you got anything else? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie of episode number 200. This is a big one, Jack. Yep. A great big one. Last yeah. time for episode number 100, you brought it with uh, Blood and Bone. That was a movie. And uh, ladies Pretty and gentlemen, good. I asked him yesterday if he had his movie yet, and he said no. Well, I, I showered in about 15 minutes before I walked in here. I thought of my movie. Mm -hmm. Wasn't even on my list. Okay. Okay. Uh, today's movie came out in 2013. It's rated R. Runtime of uh, an hour and 34 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 4%, while the audience a gave it a 24%. You said four? Yes, four. <laughs> a jack pick for episode number 200. <laughs> yep. Um, IMDb gave it a 4.3 out of 10. Uh, the Mormon Mothers tell us that this movie has severe profanity, severe sex and nudity, <laughs> and moderate violence and gore. All right. The holy trifecta. Uh, I've, I'm hoping... You haven't heard of it. Uh, this movie is called Movie 43. Okay. Yeah, I, I am familiar with this. I, I have seen some parts in this. Okay. Uh, I uh, I know there's a lot of stars in this. I know Paul Rudd is in Or no, no, no. Yeah, I think Paul Rudd is in it. I know Star-Lord is in it. What's his name? Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's in there with yeah, Anna I, Ferris, which he used to be married to. Yeah, um, I did see that part. I don't remember... I don't remember the specifics of it. It was like 4 a.m., so I don't know. I I remember that part. <laughs> I, I remember. I was seeing, see you're laughing about it. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I remember that part now, too. 4% doesn't sit well with me, and then 4.3 from IMDb, maybe that's closer, but 4%, come on. You got to get, like, guys that love, what, what, what's the silent, silent Bob Revenge of Dan? <laughs> Or did Silent Jay and Bob Fogarty or <laughs> I think whatever? It's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or something. <laughs> yeah, you got to get people who like seeing those movies to review this. Like, all your employees can't be those Citizen Kane people we talked about. Yeah, back in the 70s and early 80s, they used to make more movies like this that were just kind of little shorts, and they'd have like a lot of uh, different actors in there. I know Woody Allen did it before, and there was a movie called like the Kentucky Fried Movie which I loved, but it won't stand the test of time. Uh -huh. um, but kind of short skits in there that were comedy. Um, and yeah, man, a lot of them were really, really good back then. This is what this is, I'm pretty sure. It's super digestible format. And, you know, if something's not funny, you're just going to move on to the next one exactly. anyway. It's like browsing Reddit or looking at fucking Instagram memes or something. You know, you don't have to stay. All right. Movie 43, does that sound uh, good to you, studio audience? All right, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a movie monkey pause. What happened? The record skip. And we are back after watching 2013's Movie 43. Thank you. Uh, starring... It's going to be a while. I know. <laughs> Dennis Quaid, Greg Kinnear, Kate Winslet, Hugh Jackman, Naomi Watts. I think his name's Lee Schreiber. He's a... Lee, I thought it was L-I-E-V, like Lee, Leave. Leave yeah, Schreiber. Leave Schreiber. 
Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris, Kieran Culkin, Emma Stone, Jason Sudeikis, Justin Long, Uma Thurman, Kristen Bell, Richard Gere, McLovin, or Augie. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Mintz Plas. Yeah, he needs a better name. Uh, yeah. Patrick Warburton, Seth MacFarlane, Stifler, Johnny Knoxville, Gerard Butler, Halle Berry, Snooky, Terrence Howard, Josh Dumel, and Elizabeth Banks. And some other people that are kind of like B-list, so they don't matter. Yeah. All right, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. I don't know how I can do that, other than this is a movie. It's a bunch of different shorts that are about maybe 10 minutes each, something like that, yeah. with an overarching uh, storyline of Dennis Quaid is trying to sell a movie to uh, Greg Kinnear, and he's... Uh, each of those shorts is part of his pitch. Uh-huh, and so they're, they're each... Uh, have their own brand of humor. Yeah. Some of them really funny. Some of them not so much. Yeah. There was only one that I don't like at all. Which one was that? The last one. The cat? Yeah. Thank you. That, that was, was terrible. It wasn't funny. At all. Yeah. And, and it was loud. Well, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's see what the internet has to say. 12 directors, including Peter Farley, Griffin Dune, uh, Brett Ratner, contributed to this collection of outrageous spoofs and stories. A seemingly perfect man has an unusual blemish on his neck in the catch. <laughs> Superheroes attend a speed dating event and Robin's big speed date. Two people on a blind date try to break the ice by playing truth or dare. And other stories include I, Babe, The Proposition, Bezel, and Victory's Glory. All right. So there were 12. I would have guessed there were more. There were 12 different directors. Oh, so I I'm, I'm saying 12 different like bits. Well, I'm guessing there were 12 different bits. Yeah. There were 12 different directors. That would make sense. Whoever did Bezel. That one sucked. They saved it for last, too. Like, it was something to behold. It was nothing to behold. It was... So the story is uh, Josh Duhamel and Elizabeth Banks are a, a couple. And uh, Josh Duhamel has a, uh, a cartoon cat yep. that's a fucking asshole. And... Uh, like, trying to kick the lady out because jealous. he wants to fuck, yeah, Josh Duhamel. Yeah, she catches him masturbating to uh, pictures of see, Josh DeMille in a, in a bathing suit. See, that was the only good part it of the was. whole thing, is he's furiously mashing his penis. You're, his dick wasn't hard. It was... I know. I'm, he's mashing that shit. You ever seen a cat's penis? Well, I mean, the point, whole point of that is you're, like, you're not supposed to, right? They're like really gone in there. I don't know. I, like, like I'm a, pretty sure I've seen a cat's penis. Like a dog... You see, like the the penis pouch where the lipstick is going to come out of, and you know where it is. But with a cat, like, yeah, you can I see their. Why you call it a penis pouch? Well, it's still part of the penis. Yeah, but, the, but the, you, I mean, you knew exactly what I meant. Well, yeah, because it's like it's, em the, it's empty, but so's our penis. It's it's the housing area of the of the lipstick. What does our penis house? What are you talking about? Well, a, a dog penis, like you said. <laughs> I can't believe this is the first thing we're talking about. <laughs> I can. Um. Are y'all glad this is the first thing we're talking about? Should put a boo on that soundboard you got. Um, like you said, it's hollow, and it's got the other, the creepy crawly octopus tentacle inside of it. What? It, but our the red rocket, obviously. Yeah. But our our penis is also hollow, so you can't wait. No, you, I mean, look, you what? can't say that. Humans, you call it the penis, not the penis pouch. No, our penises are not in like a pouch, though. Well, yeah, but like I'm just saying, uh, is the is the red rocket the penis, and the other thing would not be called the penis? I would think so. Yeah, it looks like a. a I wouldn't have thought that. Looks like a kolache 
or, or one of those like a little uh, <laughs> yeah. corn dog things like at QT where uh, uh, you can like push the, the weenie out of it. Like, come on. What, uh, are you, you saying are you saying a, a human's penis and a dog's penis are similar? No, but if you're going to call a dog's penis a penis pouch because there's like nothing in there, it's just like a tube. So is ours. No, it's so, not. A, so it's do not we a, both have penis pouches? Where's our penis? What do you mean, where's our penis? Our penis just is just saying, our penis. Our red that, rocket is out all be, the time. That's got to be like the <laughs> other half. That's like a two-part penis, and we just have a one-parter. See, I, don't, I don't think so. I think it's a housing unit for the penis. I, I don't think that's part of the penis. I don't know. I'm not a, a veterinarian. Let's, so I, let's find out. Studio audience, you, you, you want to find out? Are you just going to be like, what is considered a dog penis? What are the parts of a dog's penis? If it says penis pouch, you know, with the line on the diagram, I will be very surprised. All right. Don't really think that I needed to see an actual dog's penis in <laughs> order to, to learn this information. You already got a bunch in your photo library. <laughs> you, you should look up, is the red rocket the penis? <laughs> Hang on. It says, when we look at a dog's penis while flaccid, we cannot usually see it. This is because the part which is normally visible is the prepuce. <laughs> P-R-E-P-U-C-E. Prepucha. Prepucha. <laughs> uh, it's a covering of skin which is similar to the human foreskin. The uh, mm. prepuche. So it's not a penis pouch. You just got to peel it back. It protects the penis is from cheese in there? external elements. You know there's cheese in there. We, you've seen the cheese yeah. before. Yeah. It's got on our fucking, the blue... The uh, that we used in our humble beginnings. I know, beginnings. I know. Uh, it says the, the, the prepuce protects the penis from external elements which could cause damage to the relatively vulnerable penis tissue. The, the red rocket, you know, when, when our, our, the only male dog I've ever had, uh, when he would sit down and he's like excited it's like touching like carpet it's t it's touching things yeah he was well hung and i i feel like oh that would sting then you feel like it like ooh not because it's like kind of gross but because it's like i never i felt like it's sensitive i never thought anything about it i, I guarantee that sensitive which is another like reason like touching the carpet and you know like yeah. there's all the little fibers of the carpet <laughs> it's like he's like pulling that back in with it that's true he, he's like doing like a what are the chameleon thing? With the big tongue? You know, they get the fly and bring yeah. it back. Gross. You know? Gross. Dog dicks are weird. I bet. Animal dicks. I've seen some gross animal wieners. Do tell. Monkey. Yeah. I have a, a video on Reddit saved because it was really funny. This monkey's like sitting on someone's like right at their windshield. And he's like, he's masturbating pretty good and he comes everywhere. Gosh. Yeah, that, that was gross. When, when I was a kid, they used to have this, it was called International Wildlife Park, and it was back in the 70s, and so, you know, anything goes in the 70s. You know, the lions are walking around with you. Yeah, and we had some uh, little baboons fuck on the hood of our car. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've also been to, it's called the Snake Farm. It's down uh, near San Marcos in Texas, and it's really kick-ass, because you can see... Just that's like that's like three thousand miles. It's a it's a long ways from here, but you know, <laughs> I, I've I've been around, and they have like uh, huge boas, and they have uh, cobras, and a, a big rattlesnake pit. But one of the last times I went down there, they had uh, 
um, some animals in cages outside, and they had a monkey out there. And me and some friends, we decided we were going to take a road trip, and we went down there. Hopefully it was in the winter. No. We got him outside in that heat. Yeah. I mean, Horrible. Thank God I don't have to deal with that. You know, let's, Texas not, heat. let's not think of the sad part. Let's just get back to the story. And, zoos uh, are fucked. They should not exist. No, some zoos do it right. You know, I, I think they're... And how, how, which ones? How do you know? Aren't they just all dog shit? You have an animal in a cage, a, a wild, non-domesticated no, animal, then it's most kind of, of them, unethical. Most of them aren't in, like, actual cages, right? Exhibits. It's, it's not like <laughs> in, in the... They're well, in a they're in a big area. Yeah, they're well, in a, they're not, in a big not, area. They're in an area hey, that's th- the size of a one story house. Do they have to worry about getting killed? Do do the zebras have to watch over their shoulder all the time to look out for lions? It's just a part of life. Yeah, it's a shitty part of life. Well, yeah, but the, <laughs> would you rather live in an enclosure? It just feels, and have free food all the time, um, and and, and not okay. live out where. You're you're on the fucking menu. I know you can't compare animals to humans. It's that's not how that works. You tried to compare our penises earlier. Okay, but I'm talking consciously, brain stuff. Sure. And I'm just thinking like, well, I sure would be pissed if I was fucking locked in. You know, I've been to the zoo and I'm not about to go protest or anything for anyone wondering. I don't I don't even annually think about this shit. But every once in a while, when the talk of the zoo pops up, I'm like, that's kind of sad. You know, it's just, it's just uh, a, it like what the monkeys, like, come on. At least monkeys shouldn't be in the zoo. And then you hear about the whole SeaWorld thing where they're apparently like really, really awful. You know, you kind of got to think zoo probably is too. I'm pro zoo. I, I'm. If, it, if it's done well, if it's just like eight by eight cage tiger, yeah, that's fucked up. But if the tiger has room to run around and things to play with it makes and some it water better. to jump into, then then that's different. Now, I think certain animals I feel worse about. Like in SeaWorld, I feel like there shouldn't be Shamu or whatever, orcas there. Orcas are fucking crazy. I want to see them eat shit and, you know, kill for sport because they're insane. <laughs> and I, I do feel bad for the seals, though, you know, like everyone's seen the video where the seal is on like the circle of ice and mm-hmm. they're playing with it. Yeah, four orcas are yeah. orchestrating, or- like, orchestrating an uh, attack. They like throw it in the air and then catch it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're batshit. Like, monkeys? I feel like monkeys shouldn't... Like, nothing kills monkeys. What? Of course they do. Like, what? Like, jaguars and tigers and... I mean, I'm sure they do, but yeah. I feel like you got to be like a baby monkey. Still a monkey. How, how is a monkey that's doing the, you know, the monkey bars through the canopy of the jungle going to get caught by shit? Other monkeys beat monkeys. Yeah. Bad, man. They're, yeah. You know, chimps have wars. They have, like, different clans, and, yeah. and they go to war, and they fucking tear each other up. You ever seen the they, like, hairless go right, they go, chimpanzees? What? Look it up. Hairless chimpanzee? Yep, look it up. I know they uh I know they mutilate each other's privates when mm-hmm. they're when they're battling. And like everyone knows that human is no match for chimpanzee, that they're like really strong. Like there's that one lady who went to her friend's house and their friend had a chim- pet chimpanzee and ripped her arms and her face off. I've heard the nine one one call on that. It's I'm fucked sure it's pretty up. bad. Yeah, you you can't fuck with a chimpanzee. But when you see a hairless one, you can see how buff they really fucking are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's when you see because you they Holy just you know they're, they're just a monkey and yeah yeah they're very strong, but when you see where you no hair all the muscle definition and you're like God I know Holy that's, shit that's a fucking beast. Let me see the picture you're looking at. 
probably the one I'm thinking of. Yep. Look, uh, they got muscles I've never seen before. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Wow. And they'll just yeah rip you up easily. All right. So let's say you're a chimpanzee. I'm going to uh, and I'm going to eat children. No. I don't think they eat <laughs> children. Well, I mean, who's to say, really? Let, let's say you're a chimpanzee and you're out in the, the jungle and uh, you hear that there's a, another clan that's about to raid you and that clan's bigger and badder and uh, they're known for uh, how hard they mutilate your genitals. And then uh, am I going to go with the zoo? And then a truck pulls up and they're like, hey, you want to come live in a zoo? It's like a, uh, you know, it's it's a, it's like a, a backyard, like a big backyard. Um, but yes, you get free food I would every go, day. I would We're going to give them. you a tire swing. and uh, But they're not free. You're not completely free, but you're not going to live but a bad life. I, you're not gonna and you're not going to get life. your genitals mutilated. You're not living a bad life unless the people taking care of you make it one. You know, like you could make the argument everything should be allowed to be free. You know, it's a wild animal. You know, that's the big difference. It's not domesticated. But also like the chimpanzee wars, that's just, you know, that's just, that's their daily thing. You know, they don't go to school. They break each other's cocks and <laughs> ring them around and, you know, eat bananas and chill in the trees. That's just their life. Okay. They can do the same thing in a zoo. I mean, chilling trees and well, eat bananas. What about the mutilation? I mean, I guess if they really wanted to. And I could not believe that they killed Harambe. Oh if we're going to be talking about this, he didn't do anything. He was a gorilla on the loose. You know what gorillas can do to people? What do you mean on the loose? Was he not on the loose? No. Oh, no. So a baby the whole fell story in there. was that some fuck up mother dropped uh -huh. her fuck up child in there. Okay. Well, no, the kid, she didn't care. And the, the kid, you know, got in one way or another. Okay. I don't to really. To the gorilla exhibit. And he would he like dragged the kid around by his shirt or something, and like kill it, kill it. No, there's there's only one person to die for that. The mom. Yes, kid didn't know he's like six. You know he's oh gorilla, cool. I, I, I see gorilla in book. I color gorilla at school. You can't keep your eye on a six year old all the time. Are you kidding? So if if I'm six, if you take me to the zoo on some afternoon, you're gonna tell me you're not gonna keep perfect tabs on me the zoo is the best maybe one of the best places to kidnap a child <laughs> based on what based on disappearing into massive crowds okay you know but to go to a super packed public place there's no shot i'm not going to be staring at my kid and maybe i gotta look at the animals man well well yeah but i mean like, come on, though. Not at the zoo to watch you. I, I know, but still. You're six. You're not three. Well, yeah, if I'm three, you're going to be holding me at the zoo. I have a fucking leash on you. I just, I find that completely irresponsible, well, obviously. I, number one, a kid should never be able to get into a, an exhibit at the zoo. So, that yeah, that should not be a well. fucking thing. I yeah. don't know how that happened. I don't, it was like a drop down. He, like, fell in or something. I don't know the exact story. I mean, it's like nine years ago now. It's a long time. No, seven years ago. But it's, it just boggles my mind that you could possibly look away from your kid for long enough for them to get into a fucking gorilla exhibit. Especially, yeah, so obviously if he, if he fell in, then there's a present danger that the parent should know about, you know? Oh, that railing looks kind of bad, like short for the top of this skyscraper, Maybe let me keep tabs on my child. I don't want them to fall off and die. 
same thing. I don't want my kid to fall in a fucking gorilla exhibit. So pay attention. How dare she? She's the only villain in the story. You know, it's not like Harambe was ripping the kid's limbs off. Yet. Yet. But I mean, still, there should be zookeepers who know him. Just could have been worked around. All right. Great meme, though. I love the meme. Oh, yeah. So let's say you're a parent and um, you you have two kids and one of them, you're, they're just being an asshole and you got to get onto them or something. And, and just, you know, in the short amount of time, your other kid goes down and falls into Harambe's uh, space and Harambe starts fucking dragging it around. You're calling for the snipers, aren't you? You're not like, oh, that's on me. Whatever happens, happens. Okay, that's that's harder. I mean, because it's me. You're like, so I actually care about it. Get Chris Kyle in here immediately. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that might be my first thought, but it's like hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, obviously they didn't have to. <laughs> they didn't have to. Ki- I'm saying for like their situation, it was a preemptive strike. Me saying it now, they didn't. Hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah, they didn't have to kill it. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. I wasn't there, but it seems a little rash. So you would have been like, let's just see how this plays out. I mean, obviously not. No. I'd be like, do something, do right? something. Yeah. The kid that I accidentally had <laughs> is in there. I, I had a vasectomy. Yeah. I thought I was fine. I, I cream pied her, but I still had him. They'd be like, <laughs> but then they'd be like, oh, what do you want us to do? You'd be like, shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> right? I mean, I think run up behind it with a plastic bag and just put it over his head. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> Tranquilizer dart. I didn't think about it until just now, but that is the obvious choice. Tranquilizer dart. Drop them and uh, hit them with like two tranquilizer darts. So then it's like instant woozy. It's and, not instant. Well, not instant, but you know. A lot can happen to your child. Then hit them with four. I don't know. During those woozy Shoot moments. Shoot them with the, the fucking elephant one. The elephant tranquilizer. And then nurse him back to health, if that's how that works. He turns into fucking Will Ferrell in old yeah, school. That's, you're, you're crazy, that's man. That's what I was thinking you're, of. You're crazy. I, I don't know. Whose baby is this? It just, it just <laughs> feels wrong. Like, there were other options that they might, should have definitely explored. I'm, I'd be more than happy to hear them. They're going to do a whole sandlot thing, get a bunch of kids together. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get this gonna erector reach, set. We're going to build this thing and reach it in there. To go grab the child. Yeah. You know, but then there's the big gorilla and he, they, you know, they, yep. it mangles it and they bring it back over and it's destroyed. And they're like, oh Quick, my God. Get, get the old vacuum cleaner. I'm going to need some black chucks for that. Yeah. Dude, Sandlot 2 was on the other day. It Awful. is such a piece of shit, man. It's, but it's one of those, it's like, I'm going to watch this because it's the worst thing yeah. I've ever seen. There's movies, it, it's what separates horrible movies into these two categories <laughs> that's a good question you know i know exactly what you mean. some of them just so gut-wrenchingly awful that you just can't bear to watch it and then others that are so god-awful that you like it i know i but don't know like, i don't know what it is i, I it's don't a either mystical thing it is phenomena moviemugging at gmail.com let us know if you know why some shitty movies you just can't take your eyes off of all right, uh, back to movie 43. Oh, the moral of the story, well, not the moral. The uh, conclusion of my story is we watched a uh, a chimpanzee um, finish. Oh. And it was all, it's like he just sneezed in his hands. It was just all over and just kind of, you know, webbed in between. All right, let's get to the first uh, short movie, which was probably one of the better ones. Yeah, they started off very, very strong. And, and they should. 
They well, should. Yeah. So it's a blind date with uh, Kate Winslet, which I'm a fan of Kate Winslet. She's, I don't know who she is. She is. Uh, she's in Titanic, um, but she's also in this movie called uh, what the fuck is it called with Jim Carrey? It's a really long title, and she's fantastic in that. The something of the spotless mind. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She's she's great in that. I just like her. So she's going out on a blind date with a uh, Hugh Jackman, and she's like, "Man, I don't want to go on a blind date. These always turn out bad." But they walk in, they're laughing, they're having a good time. You know, it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. You know, they got scarves on. And uh, she's like, well, I bet my scarf is, uh, is a lot softer than yours. And he's like, oh, bullshit, man. Mine is like the, the finest, uh, I don't know, whatever. And he takes it off, and he's got, uh, he's got a, a ball sack. He's a Balchinian. <laughs> okay. But instead of right on his chin, it's right on his Adam's apple. And they're they're great. They look great. They man. look. They're, they got some hair on them. They look uh, like legit ball sack. The only point like that really looked fake is, and this is gonna go from zero to one hundred here for people listening that haven't seen it. But when his balls are on the baby's head, because <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, then you realize it's one solid piece because uh-huh. one they stay at the same level, even though one ball is resting on the child's head. And the other one is just floating instead of drooping down and making contact at another point of the baby. Yeah, the, the ball sack is very malle- malleable. Is that is that uh, is that the right right word? Malleable is like clay is malleable. Okay, it, it's fluid. Yeah. The okay. Balls they are not or the ball sack scrotum whole deal. It's not it like just the ones kind of moves around at will. Yeah, his were kind of like the ones that uh, people They're hang tight. from hang from their cars. Yeah, his yeah, exactly. But they look great. They they, they, they look, look it looked good. It looked like a pair of balls. There was another part that was very accurate. Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> about too. So, you know, they're getting their food and the whole time Kate Winslet is just keeps like motioning at people. Like, do you see this? this is Yeah. And he's he of course he's not seeing it and the other people aren't any help and the fan is blowing on him and he's like, Is it a little cold in here? And he looks up and his his neck nuts are just sunken in. They've been retracted. And I thought that, that was a really good touch. Mm-hmm. Whoever wrote that one, they did a great job. And that the acting was good. Uh-huh. And, you know, the family that came in. Oh, my God. Oh, so-and-so. We had a first picture on our date. You should have one of yours. I'll do a quick little kiss. And they were so annoying. And oh. The whole thing was, it was, like, completely normal. And yeah. Kate Winslet's like, what fucking Twilight Zone episode <laughs> yeah. am I in right now? Um, and she was like, uh, um, anybody ever make fun of you? And he's like, oh, yeah, my, my stutter. She's like, anybody else make fun of you for any other reason? And he's like, yeah, sometimes uh, they used to make fun of my neck. And she's like, oh, thank God. Mm. And then he lifts up his ball sack and he's like, yeah, it's just a scar. <laughs> but and, kids can be mean. Yeah. And and he's getting like soup on it. And then one of his pubic hairs falls off into the soup and she dry heaves. Into and, his bite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a that was a funny one. I, I really I really enjoyed that one. He needs to get together with uh, with Trump because Trump has fucking mm. pussy, pussy neck. Yeah. You ever seen that? Yes, I've it seen that. It looks just like a vagina. I know. He's got a tight little clam right it, there. It is so bizarre. <laughs> that grossed me out to say that. <laughs> uh, that's that's something like a <sighs> like a truck driver who wears cut off flannels would say to a maybe sixteen year old. Gross. I mean, right? Like that's disgusting. Like the, that is <sighs> one of the worst sentences possibly ever. It's pretty bad. I I can't I can't really think of anything 
much worse than that. It's really gross. I'd it doesn't like even to, have cuss words in it. I'd like to move on. I feel like your stomach hurts after. I feel like, I'm going to hell, yeah, man. I don't, I don't feel very good. That was gross. Yeah. But you know what? I don't. I don't stray or hide from the gross. I embrace it. I feel like Donald Trump is like blind or has scales over his eyes or something to where he can't see his uh, personal appearance attributes or whatever, like uh, like his hair and the pussy neck. The makeup. Yeah. It's like it's called ego. You look fucking stupid. And I think everybody's afraid to tell him uh, you're uh, when when you when you tie your 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 tie real real tight uh, you know sometimes it's uh, sometimes it looks like uh, never mind you look great sir yeah i it's the same thing as the the skit we just talked about you know the the new guy at the white house goes and it's like motioning to people like what, what is that on his neck and uh-huh. everyone's just ignoring him cuz how else Gross. could he go through life with his hair the way it is, which his hair is the most ridiculous hair that's ever been. Yeah. Like he empty, he like has a golden retriever at his house and just emptied the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking disaster. What do you think he looks like when he does a fucking cannonball in the pool and then, then comes up? What, what do you think that fucking disaster looks like? I want to see that, man. I want to see what it looks like before he does fucking a case of hairspray on that or whatever where where does it even come from does it come from the back and he just fucking whirls it around i, I, I don't know how long is it i don't it's it defies the laws of anything yeah he's like it's like he's been scalped and then he, the the back of his mullet is still there and he can somehow it's super long and he just pulls yeah. it to the front gosh that the makeup and the pussy neck man yeah, He's and the a, big old booty on the back. Yeah. Big caboose on Gosh. it. Gosh. All right, next was the homeschool. And uh, it, it's these these parents who who keep their, their kid at, at home and homeschool them. And their neighbors come over, and they're like, well, didn't he miss out on... New on- to the street neighbors, too, so they don't really know these people. They're like, don't, doesn't he miss out on... The, you know, school's not just about academics. It's about the other things. They're like, no, 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 no. We make sure that he gets the whole school experience. And it was what Lee Schreiber and then some yeah Naomi Watts and Reese Witherspoon. No Naomi that's Watts. That's every like short petite white blonde haired actress is Reese Witherspoon in no, my head. Naomi Watts was in King Kong and she was the Lady in the Ring. Okay, yeah. When I think of the Ring, I think of um, Chris Pratt ex wife who was in this. I forgot her name. Anna Ferris. Because I've seen... The fake one. I saw Scary Movie 3 like four times before I ever saw The Real Ring. We did Scary Movie 3 on here. Yeah, that, oh. that was one of your picks. Yeah, and I, so I think of that before I think of the actual movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Anna Ferris here in just a little bit. She's great. So dad is like bullying him all the time and, and mm-hmm. mom knocks the books out of his hand and stuff like that. And There are some pretty specific ones that were like funnier that were very much like a high school bully hazing for yeah sure. so the son which he was he's one of the he's one of the kids from shameless the tv show with the guy who killed himself and shot his wife in the boogie nights william h macy yeah pretty funny show um he like shuts the fridge door and it says you know like his name is a and then f slur and it's like oh my like what the fuck his dad is doing that shit 
Like they they went all out. They like hung him to a flagpole and had something written on his chest and shit, mm-hmm. and record him like saying, "I suck dick. I love to suck dick." Oh no, that's bad. <laughs> that's gonna be used against me. Yeah, and then uh, and then mom says, uh, "Yeah, we even made sure that uh, he had his uh, first kiss." And it should uh, be the most awkward moment of a teenage gosh. boy's life. Yeah, and it, and it was because mom's sitting on the bed next to him. They role play as children too. Mm-hmm. They're saying like, you know, Kara and whatever her name told us, you know, we should go all the way. It's like, oh. She leans over to to kiss him, and then she's like, "Do you have protection?" And he's just dead inside. Yes. Oh my gosh. So that that was a pretty good one too. So the first two started off really strong. Next, which is uh probably my favorite one, was the uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Anna Ferris skit. That that's probably the best one there is. Yeah. Yeah. So they're uh, they're having a picnic, and Chris Pratt has the engagement ring, and she uh, sits down, and he's like, "I got something to ask you." And she's like, "Well, I got something to ask you too." And he's like, "Well, I want to ask you first. She's like, "No, I'm going to ask you first. And they're like, "Well, okay, on three. So they do the one, two, <laughs> three. Chris Pratt doesn't say anything. Well, it's because she spoke it too. They oh, okay. One, two, and he's thinking he has a whole other number <laughs> to go through. And then she says. Will you poop on me? And he's like, what? What? Uh, She's like, will you, will you poop on me? I think you're my soulmate, and I want you to poop on me. I want you to be my first. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, he's like, he's not sure. And she's like, well, do, do you not love me? And he's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. He's and, very reluctant. And then they uh, fast forward, and they're having a barbecue, and it's the night that uh, he's going <laughs> to he's gonna shit on her. And, no, and, no, he's not going to shit on her. Well, he's going to poop on her because yeah. you, you shit on skanks, according yeah, to the, so the, <laughs> the guy who's uh, next to him who knows way too much yeah. about pooping on people. You shit on prostitutes, and you poop on the love of your life, is how <laughs> yeah. he describes it. Yeah, and he, he's just got all this... Uh, He's got all this advice for he him. It's like, you no, know, it, it's about the presentation, you know? You got to make sure that you're eating all the right He's stuff. He's like, what are you going to eat? Add in a little guacamole yeah. for color. And Chris Pratt's like, I'm going to have some ahi tuna steaks nope. and some lettuce and some red wine. And the guy's like, no, no, no. Yeah, beef burritos with extra beans yeah, and then guacamole and salsa for color. And so it's not about how fancy it goes in. It's about how fancy it comes out. The and next he gives scene. him a, a big bottle of Super Lax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we drank on uh, yeah Cabin Fever episode, which you need to go back and listen to that. Studio audience, have you heard our Cabin Fever episode? They just never answer. You'd expect a, yes! I think they just know the show of applause is, yeah. is how you do it. Because if you ever go like on um, The Tonight Show or something, that's, you know, that's what they do. They're like... They're, uh, they're just paid. They're paid to be robotic clappers. No, I, I keep pressing the applause sign. So uh, that's that's how they know. That's the I thought you were mm-hmm. pushing a button that made the sound happen. No, 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 no. I, it, okay. and, it, and it doesn't You're say... You're holding up one of the cards. It doesn't say you have to applaud. <laughs> clap. It says clap if you agree. That's that's the sign that, that pops up. So, so, fa- they, so they answered, <laughs> have you seen our Cabin Fever episode with, we agree. That doesn't make any it's sense. Like an, it's like an affirmative type thing. It's like a. So do you have like be, a, Is there no, what can, else does it say? No, the, it can be like light for yes. The they know what it fucking means. All right, they know what it means. Studio audience, do you know what it means? <laughs> See, I, they're just clapping. Well, if they didn't know what it means, they would have been boo, or they'd have been well, crickets. No, boo is a negative. Exactly. So I say, do you know what it means? And if they don't, they would boo, but they know what it means. 
All right, we, studio we audience, do you want on. us to move on? We need to move on, yeah. All right, so fast, fast forward to Chris Pratt sitting on the toilet, and he's just fucking pounding burritos, mm-hmm. like not biting them. He's just shoving the whole- Two bites. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, and it just, he keeps going and keeps going, and you feel like he's eating about eight or nine, and then uh, he's about to go in the bedroom because she's ready, and he's like, oh, yeah, the turbo lags. It says, like, in, I read the word instant on it. Yeah. And it was- Instant. Holy shit, it was so instant. His stomach is making just horrible, horrible noises. His which pain were, face. Which were great, man. The yeah. sound effects were right on. And he, the farts were pretty much stock. Oh, I love the farts. The farts sounded so great. Every once in a while in a movie, you'll hear a fart that you've heard like 80 times. Uh-huh. And those are the ones I don't usually like as much. But this movie at least had a lot of good ones. Yeah. There absolutely. were a couple where it was like, okay, okay. Like the. You know, anytime a movie has that one, or like the squealy one, or the bark, you know, it's the classic fart noises. Those take away. I still have our farts from uh, Fart of the Week. Maybe I could sell those to Hollywood because I had about forty-seven. My God, I was deleting a bunch of shit from my camera roll because it's getting way too fucking big, and I found three videos back to back of me farting. I found original Fart of the Week ones. And one of them was the tiniest. You remember it? Yep. The tiniest little. Yeah. <laughs> I found that one. Yeah. Your mom had a good laugh at that because she was the uh, guest judge. Yeah. On that part of the week. <laughs> I wish I knew what episode that was, man. That was so much fun. That's that's very fun. Man. Um, We've only done it like twice now. Three times. Once with my uncle. Once yeah. with both of us. And then one was I just wanted to no. play one of my farts. Okay. Yeah. And then I slowed it down in slow motion. Yeah, the creaking. So great. The creaking chamber door. So Chris Pratt goes out and uh, he thinks that he's just going to get his shit on or get his poop on immediately. And she's like, no, 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 no. And she's on some, the bed and her like some, gown. Some foreplay and she gets on top of him. And this is important. I want to uh-huh. take it slow. And he's like, please. please. <laughs> yeah. And his stomach is just rumbling and he's starting to sweat. And she's like, well, can you rub this lotion on my neck? And he's like, well, is that where I'm going to poop? And like, oh, you want like, yeah. it on your neck? Like, yeah. That's kind of weird. So he's rubbing lotion, and then after he's rubbed the lotion in, he turns around, and he starts pulling down his, his underwear, and she turns around. It's like, no, no, not yet. And she keeps prolonging it, you know? She like laid him back down. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, do you remember the first time we went out? Do you remember what I was wearing? And he's like, uh, I don't and, you know, he just wants to shit. He's about to shit himself. And she's getting upset and wants to know, and he's like, damn it, just let me shit on you already. You did not just say that. Yeah, because... You poop on the love of your life. Yeah, you don't shit on. Yeah, that. and so she that's she runs horrid. out, and he runs after her, and he's got the diamond ring, uh, you know, case in his hand. He wants to propose, and he gets hit by a car, and it's just an explosion of shit. It's fucking everywhere. The guy tries to do his windshield wipers. It's too thick. And it's just moving the shit around. It's all over the fucking street. Uh, it's just everywhere, and uh, of course she runs back to him, and she's <laughs> like. You did all this for me. This is all for me. Oh man, that was that was great. That was yeah. that was really really good. Done really really well. And how great, man! I just that is a taboo subject. Like I've never seen a movie that has been able to include pooping on your your significant other. Pooping now, on anyone. I haven't seen the uh, what are the the gray movies. The, Fifty Shades. Yeah, I've never seen any of those. That's so about BDSM. That's okay, different. well, didn't it? Can't well, there be some, be pretty some dominant poop? shit on yeah, somebody? Yeah, well, hella dominant. Yeah, oh, don't say that. Does it get... Well, I can't say hella. Is that two, I, 2011? I, I feel like I've stopped saying it. Hella? I don't know where that I came from. I used to say it. 
I did the whip and the nay nay the other day too. Yeah, and we got a ring doorbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the I did the only cool thing you can do to a ring doorbell. That's I moonwalk mm-hmm. while mooning. I didn't know you moonwalked. Well, I just walked backwards. Oh, okay, I can't I can't moonwalk. Yeah, we had a, a ring camera the other day, and I feel pressure to do something every time that I'm coming home. You know, <laughs> like the other day, I pulled my nipple out and put it right up <laughs> that close. That was pretty funny. And I twerked on it this morning, and then I did twerked the, on oh, it. Oh yeah, I yeah, I twerked, and then I did uh, the whip and then the nay nay earlier. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Ring cameras are pretty fun, though. And if I'm enjoying I, it. If mom had no access to see what was on, I'd probably pull the front down and show oh, the gosh. show the jungle. Because <laughs> that would that yeah. would be funny, but I'll die before my mom sees anything like that. You, you if play, you saw that, I, I'd be like, whatever. You play the opening riffs to Welcome to the Jungle <laughs> as you're doing it. And I'd try to sing like Axel. I do want to talk about Anna Ferris. You seem to really dig Anna Ferris. You're a big fan. I and mean, she's pretty good looking, and she was like the lead in Scary Movie. She's in a bunch of them, right? She wasn't just in three. Yeah. She was in two. I remember that, well, you know, with the mashed potato hand. She's been in a bunch of those and some other spoof movies. The way she talks annoys me. I don't, but I feel like that's not her real it's, voice. It's a lot of, uh, you know what I mean? You know, she always, she's always a little dopey. You know, that's the, like the character she plays. And I haven't seen her in anything serious. Has she ever been in anything serious? I don't know. I've never seen an interview with her. But it seems like she can't talk without some like. <sighs> She's very you know what breathy. I'm yeah, yeah it's very, very breathy. breathy. I can't do. I can hear the voice in my head, but I can't. I can't impersonate it. But you know, and everybody who's listening to this knows exactly what I'm talking about. And it's just like kind of like a that would annoy the fuck out of me. Like if. We were dating, not me and you, but if, because uh, <laughs> we're, we're not going back to homeschool. But okay. yeah, that I, I don't think I could get past that. It's it's like a, supposed to be the dopey, hot blonde archetype version of Malcolm, Malcolm's best friend from Malcolm yes, in the Middle. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's Steve, just, is it Stevie? Steve, yeah, yeah, Stevie. What if we go outside Yeah, and my dad... He'll get his ice cream. Yeah, it's it's like that. Um, but I think the reason that I like her so much is because to willingly take part in one of those scary movies, or in her case, a bunch, it shows that you're kind of a lax person, you know? And yeah, and doing this poop thing. And that does that not make you like these people better, knowing that they've been in this poop thing? <laughs> you know, Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. I already like both of them. But... To show that they're goofy or whatever, and they'll they'll take these stupid ass roles with gross or edgy comedy that makes them more relatable to me is what it is because no one likes someone with a stick up their ass, and I like people who can take a joke for a joke, no matter even when it gets to the the darker sides. Like like you told the, the Catholic priest one on here before. <laughs> what do a Catholic priest and a silver medalist runner have in common? They both came in a little behind. There's so many people that would hate you for saying that. And for someone to go and show that they don't give a fuck and they think it's funny, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, right on, man. I like you. Yeah, I like you. You know, if you would have showed this when we first started uh, movie mugging, then it would have led into a conversation about pooping on somebody or would you let somebody poop on you? But I feel like we've had this conversation many, many times. I feel like we run into a lot of things. Uh Uh-huh. 
but then I'm always never sure if we've actually talked about it. Oh, I guarantee we've covered uh, shitting on people. Yeah, scat shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not really interested in the receiving end or the giving end. Well, uh, poop is just I I've dry heaved from looking at poop. <laughs> now for it to smell it and it's on me, that's torture. I wonder what percentage of people like that. And then I wonder what the breakdown is of solid or not. Yeah, or spicy. You know, there's there's all sorts of, there's like a whole, it's like going to Chili's. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of things on the menu. There's a lot of things at play here. I feel like it, it's one of those, like at Best Buy, you're, you're, you're filtering what you're looking for, okay? Yeah. I want Frigidaire. I want uh, four stars only. I want available <laughs> for pickup now. It's like uh, what, McDonald's what? and order on one of those kiosks. Yeah. It's like, where do I begin? Right. I want the, the height to be about uh, 12 inches uh, above my chest. Uh, let's see. I want it to be runny, uh, maybe spray, uh, <laughs> a lot of smell, maybe some... Uh, Corn. <laughs> <laughs> some sharp particles in it. It's like, what, uh, what exact wing flavors do you want this guy to eat? <laughs> it's like, well, oh, we're going to eat garlic parmesan. We're going to be needing the lemon pepper, the dry rub, not the wet. Gosh. And we're going to need hot, and we're also going to need blazing mm. and finish it off with some Korean barbecue flavor. I've always heard you're not supposed to kink shame, but I mean, I don't know why people say that, but... Because it's just one of those things. It's like, whatever, you know, doesn't affect you. It's one of those things that, like, why why, why would you let it bother you? It I think is the whole thing. Okay, so I guess I'm not shaming it. I think that's the, the, the defense is like... You know what? It's that's their thing. Of course, you just don't shame them. But I don't give a fuck. But my gosh, if you want just somebody's asshole to just explode some diarrhea on you, you have some problems. It, let, let me rephrase that. If you want someone's poop on you, whether it's explosive <laughs> diarrhea or not, that's just incomprehensible. Yeah. And there's you know there's always going to be something about other people that's incomprehensible to you. And there's going to be people who are like. I can't understand how you wouldn't want that. I love it. It's awesome. You should try it. Yeah. Everyone should try it. There's going to be advocates and people like that. And maybe not talking in public about it because it's kind of, I don't know, weird. <laughs> I'm not necessarily shaming you, but like, holy fuck, dude. And, and pissing is almost just as gross. You know, like, there, there's like pissing in mouth videos, oh, and it's stop. like, that is oh. just awful. Like, golden showers. Like, people like that. Well, it's warm. I just, I just, well, yeah, but I just, I can't understand. I think like, I just can't. It's a couple, you could have some fun with, with the pooping. It's like, uh, what's it going to be tonight? Is it just going to be like some, some little marbles that are going to pop out a couple <laughs> at a time droppings. and, you know, one of them gets stuck in my navel or is it just going to be one, one big one that's like a clump and it just hits you and kind of rolls off to the side? Or is it going to be like a soft serve that I'm going to feel it coming down? Or hot snakes. You, know, you just, you just Chopper never, gunner. you never know what you're going to get. I'm, so, they, you know, they, they could be some fun Very customizable. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like if I, if I was with someone and they're like, yeah, I, I want you to have diarrhea on me. I just go to Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's, for whatever reason, gives me diarrhea. And I love Wendy's. It's fucking good. Proud sponsor of movie, Muggin. <laughs> I mean, one day maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I just go there. You have mom eat corn and you would get a twofer. Gosh. Because she's one, she's allergic and will spray. Oh. And two, there'll be whole kernels of corn and it'll, since it's. But your mother does since, not poop. So that's, uh, since that could the, never happen. Since the kernels 
are not stuck in a solid shit. You're going to be hearing them, bloop, 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 bloop. you know, like you ever seen the when people have the the shit that's in the bottom of their boba and they spray it out of the straw at someone and it makes that a very distinct bloop, 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 noise. No, is boba is that tea? Yeah, the, it's the tea with the like the black spheres in the bottom, like the tapioca or whatever no it is. No idea. I don't. I know nothing about it. boba tea. I, me neither. People who who know, they know. Anybody out there in the studio audience like getting pooped on? Really? You dirty really? dogs. Wow. Y'all are crazy. Um, Let's see. Going insane. Next was uh, the grocery store, which was also a good one. They started that, off really, really strong. That's one of my favorites as well. So you have uh, Kieran Culkin. And it's just this old grocery store, and he's just talking about all the all the specials, and I think he talks about condoms. And, and, and yeah, it's like goat skin condoms, uh-huh. the the deadbeat dad discount, and and it's something for cleaning your vagina. And it's got this terrible, like grocery store music. Just it's, it's, just, it's a sad it's place gross. to be. It's kind of yellow. It was just designed to make you be like, this is a this is a weird place. It, it, it doesn't feel happy. No, anymore. it's a sad place. And then uh, Emma Stone walks in. And uh, they they have a really strange relationship. Their dialogue is they're they're obviously exes of some sort. And and I and I took some screenshots of of some of their dialogue okay. because just explaining how they had weird dialogue back and forth wouldn't wouldn't make sense. No. So uh, she's like Neil, and he's like Veronica, and she says, uh, "You look pale. Well, you look pregnant. You look like you slept in a soup kitchen urinal." Well, you look like you bathe in the dumpster behind the abortion clinic, and so they're just yeah. they're going back and forth but like that this whole time. The microphone. Yes. So everyone in the store is hearing it, and, and they just have no idea. They're just going at it. But then they like uh, start like they're going between hate and love. Yeah. It's a lot of horny, mm-hmm. a lot of hatred. But then the hatred kind of goes away, and it's just really, really horny. Uh huh. And then it kind of it just ends from there. Yeah. And he's like, "How's your acid reflux?" She's like, "How's your HPV?" And he said, "It's your HPV. I'm just carrying it." <laughs> so they're just kind of going off on each other, and then they'd stop. And Kieran Culkin would like put his finger in her mouth, and mm-hmm. she'd like real seductively she cried. Uh-huh. She had, like one crybaby tear come down. Man, so good. In the end, he's basically, "I want to give you a hickey on your vagina." As they're hugging, and she's like, "You already did, Neil. You yeah. already did." And then they they make out for a sec, and then and then she, <laughs> she leaves says that shit. <laughs> And then all the people who've heard it, and they're all lined up. You know, some got their phones out. They've been recording it, and uh, they decide that they're going to cover his shift so he can go get her because they're yeah. like, "That is the most true love thing that I've ever heard." Y'all are y'all are like the the golden couple. Go get yeah. her. So that was good. Um, then I didn't like this one at all. Um, the Robin speed date. It's a Robin from Batman and Robin. I enjoyed that one. Did you? I I enjoyed at least parts of it. I enjoyed that Uma Thurman was in it. Because she's awesome. And I enjoyed when Batman was under the table. And he's like, oh, my God. It's like a cornfield down here. Because Supergirl ex- is sitting there, and he can see yeah. under her skirt. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was funny some ways he described it. He's like, that really took me back to the 70s. And then later on, he lets Robin kiss Supergirl after saving her life. And that's when Batman reveals that it was the Riddler, and he knew all the time. So ripped the mask off. And Robin's, how'd you know it was a Riddler, Batman? Well, because a bush that size is only good for one thing, and that's hiding a ween or whatever, you know? That was the funny part. You know, Jason Sudeikis, he was so annoying. But that's how it was supposed to be. It yeah, was, Robin's- he was, Yeah, Robin was just a nice, genuine guy, 
And then Batman was just this high school bully piece of shit. So annoying. Ruining all the speed date. Uh, I would say that was one of the more mid-tier ones for me. So do you think you'd ever speed date? I mean, I hate in person. I hate meeting new people. I, I hate talking to people. Sounds right up your alley. There's just no way that they... You go to like these tables and it's just one minute or whatever of, oh, I've, hi, I'm I'm Jack. Oh, hi, I'm Catherine. Uh, what do you do? Oh, what do you do? Uh, oh, well, do you want my number? Well, I don't know you, so no. Time's up. That's just like a meet and fuck. That's just Tinder in person. There's no way you can get to know someone well enough in five minutes to realize, yeah, let's schedule a, another date for tomorrow. You don't think you could feel some chemistry within a couple minutes? Chemistry, but they're still strangers at that point. Okay. It's not enough time. At least on, on Tinder, you get to text for a long time before you decide you want to you wanna have no strings attached sex or be one of the 0.5% on Tinder that gets married. What's the difference if I sit down with somebody at a speed dating from I see your mom before I've ever talked to her and then I talk to her for the first time. What's the, what's the difference? You may have gone up to mom with the intentions of, wow, she's hot. I want to date her and learn more about her. Hopefully she's cool too. Yes. Yes. Like the but, next girl who's sitting down at my table. But okay. But at the same time, from what we can confirm or from what I know right now, maybe there's knowledge you haven't told me and you mom haven't told me. But that's a one-sided, you know, to you, she's prey. <laughs> whoa, you're, you're whoa. You're the lion going to, Oh, my you know, goodness. You're, she was not. I'm, I'm kidding. But, you know, like, she was, she's that hot girl that you want to talk to. She was my so, mark. In your mind, yes, in, in, in your mind, you're already at the romantic stage. There's my next victim. But she might not have been. It could have been friends at first. Like, if you would have walked up to her and said, all right, let's do it, like, let's do a speed date real quick, would you not say that that's a little bit different? That would be a really weird thing to say to somebody. But, like, just to, to say, I'm talking to you with the intent of dating, <laughs> let me let that be known. Obviously, that's more awkward, but I'm just saying, when, when it's a different kind of encounter, or when it's labeled, like, the banner above this door that they rented the room of... In the library says speed dating, you know it's for dating, not just any other kind of relationship. So that's why I'm saying that it's speed dating would be so awkward. How long did it take for you and Steven Seagal to like feel that y'all were with right him, for each it was other? Instant animalistic attraction. I could see it in his eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, his eyes turn into slits, you know, like a cat, a big ferocious cat, or a bear with oh. a bear body. With a fat bear body. All right, just real quick. Um, there, there was a, there was like a commercial that was kind of funny, and uh, it had like this guy at a vending machine, and he's just beating on this vending machine because it didn't give him his change back. And then all of a sudden, you see in in these kids that are dark. holding all these cans in the dark and, <laughs> and dropping them. Yeah. So basically, it's saying that all machines have kids in them. There was one like the ATM that had a kid, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Don't forget the kids." And they're like, handing the money out to the front. They're lonely. The and it, printer. And it, yeah. They're spinning on it, and uh -huh. the kid covers his head with paper. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. They had the eye babe. That was stupid. Yeah. It's this this naked woman. It's just an iPod. Yeah, with like an MP3 player, 
and uh, people, it's like those old Apple commercials where people are dancing, but their headphones mm-hmm. are plugged into that woman. And then we find out that the cooling fan is in the vagina. And so you Lost have all these, these kids, uh, teenagers who keep uh, hurting their dicks and their, and their, and their fingers. Video of the, his finger. Yeah. That, I don't know, that wasn't very good. They had uh, the leprechaun with um, Stifler and Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville kidnaps a leprechaun to give to Stifler for his birthday and so they can get the pot of gold. And uh, the leprechaun's like uh, just threatening to cut the balls off. And then mm-hmm. the other leprechaun shows up with the... Uh, to murder them. Yeah. And shoots one of them in the eye. And you get just, a big uh, pot of gold. Just, just fucks them up. But they get the pot of gold. And then the, the end of that is uh, Johnny Knoxville's like, oh, I got another present for you. <laughs> Takes Stifler up into the room and it's this fairy. And he's like, why the fuck did you get me a fairy? And she's like, I give blowjobs for gold coins. And, and they, they both all... just smile. I like that one. I think it was really good, but I think if it was any two other people besides Stifler and Knoxville, would have been down in the mid tier, down in the even the probably the bad tier, because I love both of those guys dearly, and I I thought it was awesome to see them together. I like them a lot too. They were in uh, Dukes of Hazards, so if you want to pick that someday, were they the Dukes yeah, of Hazards? Yeah, they were. They were Bo and Luke. Really? Yeah. Which. I didn't really watch the Dukes of Hazards when I was younger. I mean, I know the basic premise is there's, um, it's kind of like big car, country girl, country boy. There's like bear. a Buford T. Justice uh, sheriff. Uh, I can't remember what Boss Hog, and uh, the Duke boys are always running away from him, and then they'll do some kind of jump in their car, the General Lee that'll go, and then they'll they'll get away and to live another day to do the same thing, um, jump their car. To get away so from they the were cops. in like a remake movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did the. And remake it was supposed to be a comedy. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Of course. Of course. So uh, I, you know what, I went to a um, a conference in uh, Nashville one time, which Nashville's great, man. It's it's a great town. Going down Broadway, it's it's really cool. Um, you should you should do that someday. Studio audience, have y'all ever any of y'all ever been to Nashville? <laughs> the horse is decomposed uh, by now. Um. Like it's just gone. But we're we're supposed to go to all these different little seminars within this uh, conference, and I was with some people, and we were like, "Man, this is fucking boring." And we looked around, didn't see our boss. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and right across the street was uh, the Dukes of Hazards Museum. I thought it was Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard. Keep saying Hazards. Whatever, man. It's they're the, the Dukes of all of them. It's or? the Duke of Hazards. I think is what it's called. But okay, yeah. So we went in there, and uh, it, they had like uh, Daisy Dukes, like uh, the little shorts uh, hanging up on a clothesline, yep. and they had like a whole bunch of uh, you know uh, Confederate flag shower curtain, and just just ridiculous. It was, it was memorabilia. Yeah, but I've been there, so that's a that's so cool. Pretty strong flex. I'm really jealous. I'm gonna let people know when I speed date after me and your mother break up. That's I'm gonna say, look, I've been to the Duke of Hazards. Um, <laughs> Museum. You know, I, I did have something I was going to say, but your story was so boring, and I didn't give a <laughs> fuck that I forgot it. All right, next was um, Truth or Dare, which was Halle Berry and some other dude. And uh, I like that one. They were kind of, uh, it was a little date, and uh, so they were kind of... Uh, how, how long was it? I don't know. It was pretty speedy. <laughs> but uh, they would uh, just dare each other, and, and, and it The just, worst thing. It just continued... The stakes continued to get higher and higher and yeah. higher to where they ended up both getting plastic surgery. One um, was very... One one got turned into a, an Asian man. 
Yeah. And Halle Berry had just a massive, just ridiculous tits, boobs and her, her face. Bones. Yeah. Her face was all just puffed up and lips yeah. and stuff. They started with truths. And then the first dare was go cup that guy's butt. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, sexual assault. That's a pretty rough starting dare. But yeah, it just kept getting really bad. And like, then he's like, go blow out that blind kid's birthday cake candles yeah. before, before the song's over. <laughs> I, I, I like that one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy that one too much. And then uh, it ended up with the with the cat, the cartoon cat. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about the one where uh, the girl gets her period. Chloe Grace Moretz. Is yeah, name. so she, I like her. She's making out with a dude, and then she's like, "I got to go to the bathroom." And uh, she gets up and goes. And then there's that blood stain on the on the sofa, and the kid's freaking out about it. He's like, "Well, but somebody spilled fruit uh, punch. Fruit punch. Mom's gonna be so pissed." And then she walks back in. She's like leaning up against the wall. She moves to the side, and there's a blood. Like, yeah, she's like shuffling. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, he he got a uh, punch on the wall too." And then they realize that she's bleeding. And mm-hmm. kids freaking out. Yeah, and Augie or whatever, uh-huh. Christopher Mintz class. He's, he's freaking out, trying to figure out what to do. And then dad gets home. and It's the voice of Joe mm-hmm. from Family Guy. And that's Seth true. MacFarlane was in it, too. Yeah, that's Cameo. true. And then the girl's dad comes, and they're all like, it's just so disgusting. Yeah, guys can't deal with periods. And, that's what and, it was all about. Yeah, I, it is gross. It's blood. And it's true. Can you imagine being like a, a single dad? And not having any other like females in your lives that that could help you and your daughter when your daughter is getting to that point in her life when she's about to start uh, her, having her period. Help as in what? Well, like, like you give them a call and say, "What should I do?" Like if I was a single or, like, father, come over. I would I would uh, I would call my sister and say, "Hey, come talk to uh, your your niece about the things that are going to start happening and what she should do when that happens and maybe how to insert a tampon and all these good things so I don't have to even pretend that that's oh. a thing." It's going to happen under my roof. I, I would kind of, I kind of feel like that's a little unprofessional, if you will. So I'm a professional well, as like, a father. Well, I'm, you know, that's fathers I, can shun things. I anyone there's, can there's shun responsibilities anything. that fathers can shun, and that, <laughs> that's you know, like I I would understand calling. I would understand a lot of googling, but I I mean I don't know about like a whole hey come over and do this for me. Why not? Well, because it's That's what family's for. Because well, yeah, but you're the parent. Okay. So I feel like it's almost like you're almost more obligated to do it than anyone else. Am I an expert? No. Well, is no, my sister an expert on having periods? Yes. There's no She's way been through it. There is no way that that is something that is. It's so hard to become. Well, maybe not an expert, but to get baseline knowledge of this is what's happening to you. It's completely normal. You know, let me know any time you like you need these products and uh, what this pro- is daddy what products? Well, this is the I'm giving the talk what, after what's the a, talk. What's about to happen to me, daddy? You're going to bleed to death and die. So just go over <laughs> See, there. See, terrible I'm job. I'm going to watch NASCAR. Terrible job. Well, I want to know how you would handle that. Well, I, I um okay, um, Well, I don't know everything about it, but Jack, I would Jackie, tell her what Jackie she Jr. needs to know. What, what, I, do you, what does she need to know? One, what's going on. What's going on? Two, Tell it, her. What, okay, I'm, I'm her. What's, yeah, okay. Daddy, so, what's, what's happening? So it's part of your, you know, and well, they're also going to have the puberty videos in like fifth and sixth grade. Okay. So like I knew what an ejaculation was, so they'll probably know what that the period cycle is. But I'd tell them like, hey, yeah. the You've homeschooled it, her. She has no idea. something with your reproductive organs. What are those, um, Daddy? It's the things inside you, you know, like like I have you. You know, it's, it's how you have a child. You know, one day when you're older and you find 
someone that you loved so dearly like I loved your mother, and that's when I start to cry, <laughs> you know, because she's passed or just some sort of grief. You're doing a better job at this than I thought you were going to. Yeah, because it's not continue. hard, because it's not hard. All right. Yeah, you tell her it's, you know, reproductive organs. You might have a baby one day, you know, find someone. Um, How does that happen, Danny? <laughs> I say, well, when you hug under the covers and you have a baby nine <laughs> months later, sweetie. But yeah, I hug my teddy bear every night, Daddy. Oh, that's not... what about when I'm scared in the okay, thunderstorm making... and I hug you under the covers? You are Daddy? asking <laughs> questions that these little kids aren't thinking about. Okay, continue with the the yeah. menstruation then, please. Um, so like, uh, I you gotta it renews every once in a while. <laughs> what does your reproductive organs, or whatever you you shed these, <laughs> you shed it. You know, the egg is gone. Okay, you know, you you're like a like chickens, you know? <laughs> you know, the egg comes out. I have an out. egg inside me, Daddy? But you, then you get another one. And uh, only until, like, when you're 50 or whatever, then you don't you gotta, you don't have any anymore or something like that. And you get hot flashes, you know? <laughs> uh, that's that's not for a long time. You're, you're only 12 right now or whatever. Um, so, yeah, you're going to bleed, and you're going to want to stop it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, what? I'm going to bleed? Well, you're already bleeding. That's why we're having this conversation. Yeah, so you gotta... Am I gonna die, Daddy? No. I mean, not from this. I mean, there might be a car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there might be something down the line. I don't know. Ugh. But Thanks for the you anxiety, know, Dad. You, you know, you, you, you grab these pads or whatever, because I, I think you gotta use pads at, at the start. And doesn't every every lady start out with pads? I don't know. I'm calling my sister. Like I feel like tampons are way too like intrusive. <laughs> They're pretty intrusive, right? Like that's like that's hardcore. Then so the other thing, you put a bandaid on before, okay? Yeah, you, then you can probably attach this pad. However, I, I don't I don't really know. Okay, a lot of help you are. Well, I'm just. What do you mean? I mean, it's very important part, that, like, and you're like, you're just throwing a box of pads at her and saying, here, figure it out. Well, is, I don't know what a, I mean. I guess maybe then I don't know what a pad. In my head, a pad is, you know, it's folded in half, you know, like a like an oyster. Yeah, so blue liquid could get poured on it. And, in all the commercials. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, whatever. Um, and then you like open it, and you know, it's like skinnier in the middle, and it's like a like the a, like a bikini. How it gets skinnier on the pussy, and then like on the front and the back, you got you know like the triangle or yeah. area or whatever. So it's kind of like that. But then that's. I don't know what else, because then okay. in my head, you you pull the things off that was, you know, the little like wax paper on the adhesive part. You just like stick that bitch on, but I don't really know. See, that's why you need to get somebody else because you're 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 assuming that they need a pad when they could need a full Google. on. They could need a they could need a full on tampon. I mean, I I could easily ask my sister about it, but I would rather Google it. You know, like Google. You're you're living off the grid. In, and you know if I'm in gonna, the Unabomber's old shed, you, you I'm gonna go to the Google store it. and I'm gonna buy these products and I'm gonna unwrap one of each because I know let's the figure tampon. This out. I didn't know for a long time that the tampons in like a shell at first. You know, like take the insertion. You like shell. do something and you like uh, it's like a cigar tube. What is you know like when you have a popper? You like do like one of these. You like push your both your thumbs or whatever, and you like popsicle that bitch in there and then the string hangs out and then wow. you can't leave it for too long or you'll die from septic what, something how long daddy septic shock I I, figure it out yeah. 
It's very I mean, touching. I don't know. I feel like you should probably use more than one a day. Very touching I mean, moment. Just to yeah. be careful. Between you and your daughter. And I'm glad that... <laughs> I uh, did a pretty good job. Until the I, end. I'm 22 and I have no desire for children and don't even want to think about having them. So the fact that I could do that well... Yeah. You're that's bleeding. Good. You're probably going to die in a car wreck. Don't leave them in all <laughs> day or you're going to die. Joke. That part was a, a joke. It was a dramatization. All right. Good job. All right. Uh, favorite part? Um, poo poo. Yeah. You know, it was really funny. Yeah, definitely. Uh, bucket of chicken? Uh, bucket of chicken. That That's really hard. Um, there's so many because a lot of them are really good. I'm tempted to give it to Kate Winnebago and Hugh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Because she really played it off like she was, she did a fantastic job acting. And yeah, to him for the same. And then, yeah, both of them. Because how, how many takes would that take, man? Uh, I'll just give it to that scene. You know, I, I think that was really funny. Runner up would be poo poo, but I already gave it favorite part. So whatever. I'm going to give mine to uh, Kieran Culkin and uh, Emma Stone. That's such as, a, as, good a one. as a couple so they can share it. I want to see the spinoff movie of those two together. Um, I, w- I want to see their history. Yeah. I want to see their future. Give me more of that. All right. Score time. Obviously. Obviously not a four. Right. That is, that's shameful. That's ridiculous. What woman named Gertrude did you have write, write your thing on there? Like that, that is blasphemous. Um, I'm going to give this, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it a 90. Or, okay. Yeah, 90. Feels good to me. All right. I'm an 80. Yeah. This was funny. It was, it was fun. Each one was quick. That helps a lot. If if a couple of those had been longer, oh, God. So many familiar faces. I don't know how Which the fuck they got too. that many people to sign on to this. A lot of people that I really, really like were in this movie. And that, that helps a lot. You're like, oh, shit, look. It's Hugh Jackman. And that's what helped it. If it would have been a bunch of nobodies, yeah, this it would movie, have been a lot worse. Yeah, but seeing Hugh Jackman with fucking nuts on his on his neck w- was great. Yeah, seeing Chris Pratt where he's, you know, getting ready to to shit on his wife that that was great. I feel like if you like us, you would like this movie too. It's just another kind of comedy, embracing the dark or the stupid or the gross, and making it work. Yeah. All right. Got anything else? I don't. All right, studio so audience. Did you uh, did you enjoy the show? All right. All right. That makes me happy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 200 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Folks, we have a website. A studio audience, do you know about our website? God. Did y'all know it's www.moviemuggin.com? Did you know we have some links on there? <laughs> One of them is uh, Ask Jack. You can click on there and you can fill out a Google form and uh, send that in and we will read it on the air. If you'd like a movie mug and sticker, just leave your uh, email address on there and I will get back with you. Uh, we also have one that takes you to our merch store. So if you'd like to uh, go over there and uh, rummage around, I guarantee you can find something that you would like on there. Be a good way to support the show too. Uh, also, we have a, um, a link for all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. Guys, we've done like 201 movies now. So yeah. if you want to know if we've done your favorite, it's not going to be easy just to scroll through Spotify or scroll through iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you listen to us on. It's going to be much easier to go to our website and just click on that link 
and just uh, scroll on down. So if you want to see if we've done the movie uh, Yellowbeard, just scroll what down to the Ys. But you will find out if you listened earlier. We have not done one with the letter Y yet. Yellowbeard. What is, what is, it's a movie from the eighties. It's a kind of a a piratey spoof movie. Um, it was funny back then, so we may have to dust it off. Say sometime. that too much. So anyway, head on over there, moviemugging.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like us, share us, let your friends know, call your sister over, um, have her tell your daughter all about periods. Have someone poop on you. But also... Uh, tell them about yeah, movie mugging. Tell them about movie mugging, because uh, they will dig it. Next week might be our award show rather than a movie, just because I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a class that's really, really got a lot of shit. I would like to be able to do a movie and the award show, and maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. But uh, please tune in to our award show. We're going to have a lot of fun on there. If you see it and you're like, oh, that's not a movie, I'm not going to listen to that. Fuck you, listen to it, okay? We're basically, the format is, yeah, we do it every 100 episodes, Mm -hmm. if you hadn't heard the last one. Go back and listen to it. And, you know, we, I mean, mostly Vince, but I'll probably end up adding some stuff to it as well. It's just all these different categories. What Favorite this, favorite that. You know, moment that stood out to you in a movie. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of shit on there. There's going to be some funny shit. And we're just going to, like, reminisce over the last 100 movies. And mm-hmm. We're going to have some fun. Studio audience, you going to tune into it? We're going to tune in live. No, y'all aren't invited back next week. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's our, it's our it's number 200, you know? We, we had yeah. to have a studio audience for 200, but, you know, we got to get back to... Uh, Back to our roots. And But what award show doesn't have an audience? Well, that's true. Studio audience, you good to come back next week? <laughs> Their clapping sounds exactly the same every time. It's, I it's crazy. swear there has been like three full minutes worth of that 10-second clip <laughs> or six-second clip. God, you play it so many times. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. You have yourself a movie mugging day. See ya. I would never go near an asshole if they didn't do like three enemas and take a really nice shower.